<laughs> What's up, guys? This is 9.31, just right on time, a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time here in Los Angeles. Yes, we just started the Hake Report because, no Hake, no peace. Because JLP did have an interview, and I allowed him to use his studio <laughs> uh, for a half hour in place of, before I come on. My normal schedule is 9 to 11. Today it's 9.30 to 11, okay? U.S. Pacific Daylight Time. It is Friday, July... Ninth, the year of our Lord, 2021. Wow. Church on Sunday, guys. The Fallen State. I don't know if we have JLP plays. I forget whether that's going hap- to happen. I have a heart-picked song for you. It is the final track of the Sackcloth and Ashes album from 1996 from the group that I've been playing all week, if you've been listening to the show. 16 Horsepower. 16 Horsepower. It's a great band. And this song is kind of rough. I don't know if it's all about Jesus or if just the end of it is about Jesus because it talks about uh, power in the blood of the Lamb. But this track is called Strong Man. And it's kind of rough. It's, I don't know if it's the Old Testament or the Old West or a mixture of both. But enjoy. And it does say the damn word, cuss word. <laughs> so kids, don't follow his example, I guess. At least not yet. But enjoy Strongman by 16 Horsepower. And I'll talk you through it. I will talk you through it. Appreciate it. Nice. What do you mean, turtle power? SD Rocket Man. Anybody else thrown off? SD Rocket Man asks how damn is a curse word. Damn is cursing something to hell. It's the original curse word, buddy. <laughs> Rough, huh? No, there will be no mercy for him, no for any of his clan. That is old school. The rough life, the manly life. How far we've fallen from the manly life. They want to have mercy for the criminals nowadays. So evil. Soft evil. Female evil. I'm going to get to that. Those gay choir boys. It's pathetic. And I will get to your calls, guys, too. 888-775-3773. I like this track. Wow. Rough. Rough treatment. What makes a curse word a curse word? I'd call the other ones cuss words. 
I don't know what he meant by that. He's the one who brought down the sun. What strong man is he referring to? Is it Jesus or somebody else? 16 horsepower, sackcloth and ashes, 1996. Music to strangle your cat to. <laughs> That's messed up. I love rock and roll. Everything else is mess, especially rap and hip hop garbage. But this music is horrible. <laughs> Whoa. Again, I will get to your calls, guys. I will. This is a hymn. That's a hymn, guys. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the precious blood of the Lamb. And that's where they got the Sackcloth and Ashes album title from the book of Daniel 9-3, Old Testament. So great, guys. Anyway, thank you for bearing with me. I know it ma this music makes Skip want to cuss. <laughs> but let's get right on with the show! <laughs> be talking about the gay males choir and by the way get a job is still at it with his jesse lee peterson savage moments and he also made a hake savage moments awesome oh it's the hake report the hake report la 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 Fine. Did you know that the great Happy White History Month, Bill Cosby, likes pizza? I have a picture of him eating pizza. He was recently freed from prison. He was unjustly imprisoned. An innocent man. An innocent man. <laughs> falsely convicted. Falsely accused. Falsely uh, even tried. Isn't that always the way? They do that to anybody who's white enough, and Bill Cosby is white enough to be hated. And by white, I mean, he may or may not be white on the inside. I don't know. Some say that he's trying to cry racism. Can you hear me fine? Can you hear me fine? I think the audio should be okay. Let me know. 
Press one if the audio is great. Press two if the audio is, I don't know, too loud. Or press three if it's too quiet. Press four if it's choppy or something. I don't know. Okay, thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Uncle Ted. But he's, the point is, he doesn't hate, white, he doesn't hate whites enough, therefore he's hated. That's, why, that's the whole reason why uh, Bill Cosby's hated. I know that there are some whites who hate Bill Cosby because Bill Cosby has expressed the fake idea of racism, and he's a bit of a liberal at times, right? But he's kind of old, so he's old enough to be a little old school and a little bit less insane, right? Unless, I mean, <laughs> and he's not a Howard Zinn type, if you catch my drift. <laughs> Howard Zinn being an old, so old he's dead. He died in like 2010. Not a Christian, Howard Zinn. A phony smearer of America, falsely called a, an historian. Give me a break. But Bill Cosby's white in the sense that he's okay with the whites. He's saying, stop blaming whites. Pull up your pants, <laughs> type stuff, to the blacks. And that's why he's hated. Well, he, did you show the picture of him eating pizza? Yeah, look at Bill Cosby eating pizza. Uh, I think it's tomato and basil. Tomato sauce and cheese and basil. That he was, I guess, craving. You know, um, they say that prison, his uh, lawyer says that prison actually saved his life because he had a couple of uh, blocked arteries, I think, that they discovered. He was over 200 pounds, now he's down to 170-something, which may be too skinny. But uh, he had, he maintained some decently healthy habits, I hear, under there, in the hole... Or in the big house. Not cheese pizza, guys. Not cheese pizza. We disavow all cheese pizza. It's, it's, it's disgusting. It's evil. So, not to be confused, this is not Pizzagate stuff. So, happy White History Month. You are welcome, Bill Cosby. You live in a, a white country where there is some semblance, some remnant of people who still believe in actual justice. Mostly white people. Men's History Month is next month. He's out in time for Men's History Month, by the way. If we make it to Men's History Month, we have the Men's Conference coming up, guys. During Men's History Month, that's August. So cool. Did I retweet my, uh... Let's see, did I retweet it? Let me retweet my Hake Report stream. Um, I am wearing my Get a Job t-shirt. Get a job! Savage moments. Did you know that he made a Hake Savage moment? <laughs> Let me actually play this clip. I think it's clip 15. It's about... Oh, it's almost a minute long because I enjoy watching myself. No, I'm playing. Um, I'm wearing my Get a Job t-shirt today. Getajob.creator-spring.com Or if you go to the old web address... I think it's teespring.com slash stores slash get a job. That's what I got used to, but they changed it around to, and it redirects to getajob.creator hyphen, hyphen being that little dash, spring.com, creatorspring.com, creator hyphen spring.com. And he has all sorts of different designs, stickers, mugs, cell phone covers, die cut stickers, t-shirts, including the very, very nice-feeling tri-blend t-shirts, but also I think he has the 100% cotton kind. Um, sweatshirts, even girls, uh, ladies-style 
t-shirt things. You know how the ladies have a diff- different cut of t-shirt? And uh, all that stuff. So right on. Get a job. And you can support Get a Job like I do. He, he supports JLP. He just came out with Jesse Lee Peterson's Savage Moments Part 73. <laughs> just, I think, yesterday. Very nice. I cannot find Get a Job on Twitter. You can find Get a Job on Twitter at get underscore a underscore job one. Job one with job and the number one. Get underscore a underscore job one. That's his handle. I know that his get a job. Uh, I went to your Patreon because I am a patron of the Get a Job Patreon. Patreon.com slash get a job one. Don't forget the number one there. You'll go to someplace else if you just go patreon.com slash get a job. It's patreon.com slash get a job one. And he posts JLP Savage Moments and exclusively the Hake Report. I mean, James Hake Savage Moments. Patrons only because it's too spicy, too spicy for YouTube. But even despite the spiciness, I have a little sample for you guys uh, from his Savage Moments compilation. And he shouts out Samuel the Swede, the channel Samuel the Swede, who streams on a Sundays. Thank you, man. That's so cool. Uh, here is a little clip of <laughs> my uh, Hake, James Hake Savage moments. That's, that's cool. Listen to this. Oh, Lord. Her attorney called the DOJ's decision morally wrong. Yeah, that's rich. A lawyer talking about morals. Oh, and you know who else is involved? Eric Charamello brought this Ukrainian woman girl to the White House. Alexandra Chalupa. And she looks like a Chalupa. You guys if, hate if white if people. You want to be- if you want to be, and you hate blacks, because no, I don't. You focus on, you focus on them entirely. It's so, because you guys are so entertaining. You think it's, you think it's blasphemous. I wouldn't have a show if it weren't for blacks. If I know it, <laughs> and everybody knows it, right? That's why anybody. So that's, that's why not anybody hate. That's that love. In, into the show, no, it's open season on blacks. No, that's what you advertise. Open season that's for entertainment. No. Nice. The K in the UK stands for cucked. Whoa. <laughs> bad words, bad words. Trayvon Floyd says pizza is slave food, period. Pizza was created to stretch meat and mimic blood and meat. The globalists have you all willingly eating slave food, LOL. Pasta, rice, pizza, grain, sludge, plants, sheep. And now bugs. Wow, interesting point, man. I heard that Napoleon or somebody came out with that stuff. But thank you. Savage moments, more like soft moments. Oh, man, he got me. Marcus Jones got me. (laughs) Before I get to calls, guys, how are we already at 947? Oh, that's right. We just started just 15 minutes ago. Listen to this clip. This is the brainwashing of people to accept evil. And this is how they do it. They pretend to be nice. But it's so... Phony. This, I got this, shout out to the people on Twitter who sometimes tag me for uh, tips. Sideshow Bob tweeted this video out, and I have an abbreviated version of that, I think it's San Francisco gay men's chorus, so-called men's, which is a total misnomer. They're not men, they're, they're, physically they're men, adult males, 
Adult human males. But spiritually, they're not men. And this is that we're coming for your kids clip. And this is proof that it is indeed more than just that one guy. It was the whole nasty choir. Listen, listen to this. It's like 38 seconds long. Warning. It's a little disturbing. I've didn't, I failed to warn you guys about that disturbing um, man dressed up in a dress who's in the Biden administration last week or two weeks ago. You know, he did an interview with like MSLSD or something like that. Talking about, oh, it's harming kids not to give them transgendered hormone blockers and treatment. Anyway, so you've been warned. Look away, avert your eyes, cover your ears, sing, la- shout la 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 if you have a weak stomach or if you're prone to hate evil. Don't hate evil, guys. Listen to this. We're oh. coming for yeah. your chair. Sick, huh? Sick. So evil. And they talk about, and then they'll, they will convince you to accept it. And that's what happens to weak-minded, weak-spirited, evil, fake Christian parents. Parents fall for it once the, oh, my beautiful baby, he became gay, now I have to accept it. Or my baby's friend turns pro-gay. Oh, my, and by baby, I mean like adult human males. Or adult females who go to college and then turn <laughs> LGBTIQ. Even in Christian colleges, sick. Pathetic. And the male, if you look at the screenshots of this, I took some screenshots. And I'm sorry, cover your eyes if you are, if you, are <laughs> uh, if you have a weak stomach. Look at these people. Uh, first of all, that's not masculine. There's nothing masculine about those two guys. They're singing like a duet. And, pr- and they're actually not happy either. If you look at these people, they're not happy. They're malicious, and they're not well-meaning. Maybe they, maybe they think they're well-meaning. Look at this guy with a blank, a blank stare and a worn, wearing a smile. Wearing a smile. As in not, not bright, no joy within. Just phony, hateful, passive-aggressive, insane, mentally ill, spiritually dead inside, and blind to themselves. This male looks, and is, nuts. And by the way, that guy, is, he's not white. <laughs> he looks mixed. So, I disavow. <laughs> but even, I don't know, some whites fall for this mess. I agree, James, nasty. Yeah, Brenda, it's terrible. By the way, Breitbart reports, and they took it down. <laughs> they took it down. They took this video down. They put it out thinking, oh, yeah, we're showing, yeah, we are coming for your kids. We're going to treat that, we're going to teach them to be tolerant and show actual love and respect our rights. And it's not their rights, it's special treatment for evil, for evil, for the evil within, enabling the evil within them, right? 
It's not even, they're not gay, they're not homosexual, they're uh, perverted, they are uh, misguided, delusional. Breitbart reports, San Francisco gay men's chorus, gay males chorus, hides will convert your children video after the backlash. And somebody else put it up on YouTube. And once they took it, their version down, somebody else put it up, and those people got a copyright takedown. So it's a blank. They're they're trying to hide it. Trying to hide it. They went back underground. They should go all the way into the closet, the prayer closet, have some dignity, because they pretend, oh, this is about dignity. Respect the gays. Let them be, let them run wild. That's dignity. No, it's not dignity. Dignity is having some respect and going within and being quiet, hiding your issues, and overcoming them. But when you're bragging about it and taking away the shame of it and feeling good about it, and so-called confessing to everybody, you're only making yourself feel better about being wrong. Sick, huh? Gross. Terrible. What a mess. Anyway, uh, brainwashing people to accept evil. Phony niceness. By the way, real quick, before I get to calls, guys. Um, you know that guy from, think, Denver, Colorado, or somewhere in Colorado? The gay, the, the Christian man who didn't want to bake a gay cake for a s- fake same-sex wedding, right? Because same-sex weddings, there's no actual such thing. It's not a real wedding. It's not. But he didn't want to do it. His name was Phillips, right? I think his name was... What is his name? Was it Stephen? Jack Phillips. He has appeared on the Jesse Lee Peterson show, by the way, some years back. back. Way back in 2012, he refused to bake the gay cake. And by gay, I mean perverted cake for the fake imaginary wedding, right? And he was sued. And I think that he had served these guys before, but not for an imaginary wedding that isn't a real wedding. So he, d- he refused back in 2012 to make that custom cake for the imaginary same-sex wedding. Well, in 2017, he refused to make a cake in honor of Autumn, this male, apparently, who calls himself Autumn, Scardina, who is an attorney, by the way, a lawyer slash liar. So not only is he a liar in the sense that he's a lawyer, a liberal lawyer, He's also a liar in the sense that he thinks that he's a woman. He's pr- trying to force everybody else to, to bake, a, bake a cake for, or force Jack Phillips of Master Keek, Masterpiece Cake Shop to uh, bake a cake in honor of his transition to pretend that he's becoming a woman, right? Well, the Colorado, I think the Colorado Supreme Court, or is it that it's just the Colorado Court? They ruled against him. They ruled against the, the Christian man. And by the way, it was the same. He refused to bake this cake in 2017 for the, trans- the so-called transgender guy. The same day in 2017 that the U.S. Supreme Court agreed to take up 
the separate case against him for the gay imaginary same-sex wedding cake. Crazy, huh? So a Denver district court ruled on this, apparently this past Tuesday, right? Oh, no, it came out last month. I didn't even realize. This, this came out last month. June 16th. Wow, I didn't, I didn't even hear about it. Maybe I did. They say, anti-discrimination laws are intended to ensure that members of our society who have historically been treated unfairly, false, who have been deprived of even the everyday right to access businesses to buy products, false, and who are no, long, are no longer treated as others. Jack Phillips serves all the people, but... Okay, so uh, that was their answer. Oh, an attorney for Alliance Defending Freedom said in a statement, this is Kirsten, Kristen Wagoner, said, Jack Phillips serves all people but shouldn't be forced to create custom cakes with messages that violate his conscience. Radical activists and government officials are targeting artists like Jack Phillips because they won't promote messages on marriage and sexuality that violate their core convictions. So he partially won in the Supreme Court against the gay cake, but he's now facing a fight over the transgender cake. They want him to bake a transgender cake. (laughs) Back in 2018, the Supreme Court said the Colorado Civil Rights Commission, anytime you see civil rights or human rights, communists, anti-Christian, anti-white, anti-men, anti-actual rights, anti-actual justice, Colorado Civil Rights Commission displayed anti-religious bias after it sanctioned Phillips, but the court did not rule whether businesses can refuse service based on religious objections to gays and lesbians. Honestly, you own a business, you can refuse the right for any reason. I don't like white people, so I don't want to serve the thing. Okay, fine, I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want to be served by, by somebody who doesn't want to serve whites. What, they spit on my food or something? They spit in my cake? No thanks. He lost about 40% of his business during his first lawsuit, continued to encounter legal challenges. He told National Review, this, was, this is an article by, shared by National Review, re-shared by Yahoo News, and also shared by Freedom Headlines, in National Review in March that it was worth the fight. These are important freedoms for everybody. Crazy, huh? There was a Catholic foster care group that didn't want to have to give kids over to same-sex imaginary couples or unmarried couples or uh, LGBTIQ people, fake parents, right? They won unanimously in the Supreme Court, I believe, on religious liberty. But it's not just religious liberty. How about common sense? How about protecting society? What the heck? Anyway, what a mess. Let me get to Dan... I think he may be a first-time caller. He says that he's a first-time caller, I guess. From the Bronx in New York. The lines are full, guys. Hang tight, I will be getting to you. And I probably won't do the uh, middle break until like 15 after or something. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, Dan, a first-time caller. How are you in the Bronx? Hey, hey, how you doing, man? Good to hear from you. Doing fine. Good to hear from you. God bless. Um... I did have a couple of questions, but I did want to respond to a call that you took yesterday. There was a guy on the phone who had dropped a massive red pill, and um, I wanted to uh, add on to that. It had to do with an individual back in 1912 by the name of Israel Cohen, and he was basically 
had a speech that he spoke of, and it was titled A Racial Plan for the 20th Century. I wonder if, if you remember Oh, that, that was the communist. He was talking about the communist plan. To, right, uh, he was Jewish. He was a communist Jew. Yeah, to use, to use, to prop up black uh, athletes as gods. Yeah, athletes I actually have the quote. I yeah. have the verbatim, if, if it's okay if I can read it. How long is it? Go for it. It's not long. I'll start right now. He verbatim, he goes, We must realize that our party's most powerful weapon is racial tension. By propounding into the consciousness of the dark races that for centuries they have been oppressed by the whites, we can mold them to the program of the Communist Party. In America, we will aim for subtle victory. While inflaming the Negro minority against the whites, we will endeavor to instill in the whites a guilt complex for their exploitation of the Negroes. We will aid the Negroes to rise in prominence in every walk of life, in the professions and in the world of sports and entertainment. With this prestige, the Negro will be able to intermarry with the whites and begin a process, process which will be delivered America to our cause. Crazy. And you know, those people that get into the interracial stuff, some of them fall for that brainwashing, just like how the gays, how the gays uh, pollute the, the families, because the families right. are, are morally weak. They don't have a strong stance, yeah. and they're well, the easily swayed. The, mm -hmm. the, the whites who get into the interracial relationships, not all, but yeah. many, fall mm -hmm. for the fake racism thing and the false victimhood thing. It's so yeah, true. Ab absolutely. And to add on to your point, on a more technical aspect, uh, it is a process of psychological warfare. It's one of the oldest forms of warfare that is done by other countries to other countries. Um, it's, there's a four-step a four process to destroying a country, and it's demoralization, destabilization, crisis, normalization. Okay? Yeah. And basically... You've have seen you ever all of that. You've seen all that just in the last You're year. You've seen that exactly all now. Yeah. This process has started... Uh, at the end of World War II. You know and what? It probably was, started long before that, honestly. Well, well yeah. it was in plan. It was, yeah. it was written in plan way before the wars. But it's taken fruit because over the past two generations, foreign interests have been able to demoralize other countries, including our own. And a lot of it has been done to Americans, to other Americans, based on lack of moral character and, low, and lower standards. And there's a man who revealed that. He was an ex-KGB psychological subversive agent who defected from the Soviet Union 14 years prior to an interview he did in 1985. Um, you might have heard the guy's name. His name is Yuri Alexandrovich Bezmanov. Yeah, I've heard that name. Okay. Yeah. Now, this guy massively red-pilled many people back then, and he pretty much admitted everything that was going on. Right. And, and all of this process and formulaic methods all lead to communism and to destabilization. That's why you see so much demoralization in the country. All this degeneracy. Right. You know? Yeah. And, I, and, do you, and just, I just out of curiosity, I know you guys have a hotline, you do a radio show. Uh, I've always noticed that we're always allowed to criticize every other cultural group for the past crimes and all the historical things that's happened in history. We all do that. But I find it very ironic how not everybody, any, and like nobody ever brings up the crimes in history perpetrated by international atheistical Jewish influence. Why do you think that is? People do it, but they ha they're forced underground because that's, that's a big no-no because of because the uh, people in the power. Media. They control it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, believe it or not, I believe Jesse also knows this, too, to be a fact, because he grew up in the 60s, and the NAACP were just one of many organizations that were actually financed by Jewish interests. Right. And they the weren't Jewish, founded by 
blacks in particular. <laughs> well, they used the blacks they quoted. They used the blacks as cannon fodder. That's their words to then fuel their agenda. Right. Because there were two individuals that actually spoke out and revealed the Jewish influence. That was Malcolm X, and there was another man by the name of Commander George Lincoln Rockwell. I've heard of him, too. Yeah. yeah. The, another guy wanted to talk about him for White History Month. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the thing about it is that he, see, he fought Hitler in World War II, and then he realized that he was pretty much fighting the wrong enemy, and then he established his own American Nazi party. But the only right. reason why he used the Nazi identity was to use a method of mass emotional engineering to help people understand and wake up out of their cognitive dissonance. To, tr- to sort of the shock 60- them into questioning things, huh? Hey, yes. Yeah, exactly. um, yeah, there was another guy who said, I think Patton said something similar. Patton? Yeah. Patton believed that he said in the, in, in the final days before he died, he was hit by a military jeep, and uh, he admitted that he said after the war, we fought the wrong enemy. Yeah. There, was a, there was a letter he wrote to his wife saying how he couldn't start to live with himself based on all the things that he was instructed to do during the war. There's a great documentary I think that will wake a lot of people up. It's actually been making its rounds on the internet on BitChute. You ever heard of the site? Oh, yeah. Okay. There's two documentaries I think that are really good of people who want to watch something other than what mainstream media tells you or what right. people tell you by word of mouth. You know what? Send that, send that information to me, and I'll, uh, I'll take a look at it and send it out, because I don't want to be necessarily oh, promoting yeah. stuff that I don't know, you know? Uh, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so email that to me. Though. It's like 11 hours report. long. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think I've, I've seen that particular... Well, I haven't seen the whole thing yet. But <laughs> Europa, the last battle. Right. Thanks, man. Appreciate yeah. the uh, input, Dan. Yeah, absolutely. And I just want to say, you know, you guys are doing a great show. Uh, I've been watching you guys for a long time. Um, you know, I respect everything you do, waking up people. And I think it's imperative that we start questioning a lot of these organizations. And if you follow the money, you'll start realizing you're going to f- end up finding that they're being financed by a lot of individuals on the Jewish influence side. Because if you look at organizations like the ADL and the Sovereign Poverty Law oh, Center, yeah. Evil. okay, just real quick to make another point, do you know the origin of the ADL? I do not know. Okay. The ADL was actually started in 1913, and it was started by defending a rapist by the name of Leo Frank. He was a Jewish individual who owned a pencil factory, and he was on trial for molesting and raping a 14-year-old girl. She died. Terrible stuff, man. Yeah, very bad. But when what happened was, he then was going to go to court. The judge defended him and was about to give him a plea deal. What happened was then, when the people in the county found out, they rose up and they, they hung the dude. And then they were going to go after the judge for defending this guy. The judge then fled the state. He seeked refuge in New York. Well, then at that point, the Jewish media at the time in New York pretty much made him look like he was a hero. And if you look at the history of the ADL, they always defend Jewish criminals, like in the Jewish mafia. People like Mo Dalitz, okay. Meyer Lansky. Interesting, man. Yeah. I appreciate it, Dan. Good to hear from nope. you, man. Take care. Yeah, God bless you, Hake. All right. Um, let me get to Skip in Augusta, Georgia. He wants to talk about this gay choir stuff. Pretty sick stuff. Skip, how are you doing? From Augusta, Georgia. Hey, hey, I'm doing pretty good. How you doing? Doing fine. Look here, I could have listened to that, that last caller, Dan, talk for hours on end, and he was dead right on everything. And both of y'all made a good point that you can't talk about them small hats. And they really are behind a lot of the evil <laughs> that goes right. on. They yep. really, really are. Yep. But it's but, a uh, spiritual battle. You have to overcome evil with good. 
And there's a lot of people trying to there's a lot of people trying to overcome evil and they're at a loss because they haven't overcome the evil within. It is a spiritual battle, but you got to recognize where the evil's coming from. It's it's not coming from them, it's coming through them, but it also comes through through you yourself. So you have to overcome your own evil too, man. Well, yeah, but it's not evil to recognize that the Jewish or evil. The majority no, it's of not. Them, it's I, not I evil to recognize that they are evil, but it's evil not to look at oneself and overcome the evil within. Well, well, yeah, overcome the right. evil within and recognize what's going on. Because a whole lot of people, them. a whole lot of people, get all into this stuff, and that knowledge puffs them up, and they think that well, in comparison, I never rejected Jesus, but it's kind of uh, you're not really looking at yourself and overcoming within. Yeah, that's why I think JLP's message is really getting to the root, to the root of it. It don't, it don't puff you up to realize who controls Hollywood and the media, and the Jewish lobby. And it doesn't puff you and, up to uh, get that knowledge. Washington. I've seen a no, whole lot don't. of people puffed up about, on that knowledge. <laughs> well, it don't, it don't puff me up. It just makes me realize what I'm seeing. Okay, and where's where's coming from? Yeah. All right, but look here. That ain't that ain't what we're talking about. We I didn't call you talking about the small hat. Right. Dan did a good Dan did a good job on that. I can't, I can't add anything to it. What I was going to talk about was uh, you and you and Jesse are right, and you're not hearing many people talk about it. They are after our kids. They're after our children. I was watching. Yeah. Uh, I was watching something this morning where what's her name? Jen Psaki, the the spokesperson for uh, Biden. What's her name? Jen Psaki? Yeah, Jen Psaki. P-S-A-K-I. The communist. The pink-hatted communist. Well, you know, they're they're, uh, they're on a a foot campaign right now where they're going to neighborhoods trying to get people to take the vaccination or the, uh, you know, what we're not supposed to say. Right, go door-to-door. Door-to-door. Yeah. Yeah, and their their game or their aim is to... uh, Get children between twelve and eighteen vaccinated. That's that's what that's what they say. They want to get they want to give them an opportunity to to get it, and uh, they really targeting that age group. And then you've got certain states in the United States that if you're eleven years old or older, you don't have to tell your parents you went and got the vaccine. Right. Give it to you. Yeah. Yeah. They don't even require and, uh, parental consent. That's nuts. That's so evil. I know it. And it's not even and, yet. What's the, what's the rush? It's not even yet approved by the FDA. Not that I de- necessarily will even trust it if the FDA approves it, because the FDA right. has they're, been wrong before. So I don't know. We'll see. They're telling children. They're telling children, "Come on, take this experimental vaccine, and yeah. you don't have to tell your parents about it." Yeah, very right. corrupt. In Chicago, and they don't. They yeah. don't honestly care, and they're not going to be held responsible for. Any harm that it causes, because it does cause, it's been shown to, or at least associated with rare cases of pretty severe harm, myocarditis and other other things. Some people have ongoing, one lady on Twitter claimed, I don't know if it's true, that she had ongoing tinnitus. Tinnitus. Talk about an obnoxious, huh? Well, in Chicago, fifth graders, they're passing out condoms to fifth graders. Wow. Can you believe that? That what is fifth crazy. Need with a condom? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh and of course we know about the the storybook hours that they have in the homosexuals or the 
uh, you know, for the children and all, where they're reading storybooks to them, and uh, they dressed up like women and stuff, or, you know, clowns, yeah. they're trying to make it acceptable. Yeah, they're after our children. That's what they want. They want the next generation. And this critical race theory, they're do indoctrinating our children right now so the next generation will be more in favor of this bull crap that's going on instead of believing the truth. And right. it's up to the parents. It's up to the parents to take control of this crap and say, look, tell your you need to tell your children this is bull crap and tell them the truth about what's going on. It's an individual responsibility, you know, but what do we do? Majority of the people now, they don't babysit their kids or watch their kids when they come off of school. Yeah. They turn them over, they turn them over to the TV. They turn them over to the TV and they're getting indoctrinated in schools by the television. And then, and, and then they're not trying to tell them any different. Right. And, and here's, here's a little side note for you about that homosexual that was singing earlier. Uh-huh. He's not American, you're right. He's half Jewish and half Japanese. Yeah, I, I knew it. I knew that he was something like that. That was my, I knew he was part Asian, and he was probably part Jewish or something. <laughs> I told you guys. My, my friend, my, my friend Captain Ameriqua, he sent me a, a article on that, and uh, I thought, you know, you might get a kick out of knowing he's half Jewish and half Japanese, but yeah. he's no white boy. What a shame. And those are two yeah, of some of the most degenerate sexually cultures. And from San Francisco, he and he probably, he looks young. I don't know how young he is. Maybe he's not. But he didn't have a chance but to grow up in the de degenerate world. How evil. Yeah. I know some people but who came out of the, I know of some people who came out of that San Francisco area. Some of them were raised by LGBTIQ people. And some of them are yeah. waking up, though. Some of them are snapping out of that. So even then, there is, there is hope. There is hope. What do, you, what do you think about Milo waking up finally? You know what I'm talking about? I Milo? don't know. I don't know. I, I saw that he... I saw that he's... You know, I think that he is trying to live right. I'm not sure. It's hard to tell with him. But he, um, he did an interview with that woman who used to call herself Roaming Millennial. And I watched part of it. I haven't watched the whole thing, so I can't really say my impression of him. But uh, he's, uh, I like that he's at least supporting be returning to uh, becoming ex-gay, right? <laughs> I like that part. Well, he, he's actually supposed to give his life to the Lord and turned his back on this homosexuality. Right. And there's a, there's a news station and I won't call their name, but they are good. I've fantastic heard of that. News station. Uh -huh. And, uh, he, he's a commentator on there and it's a Christian station. Yeah. So, you know, more power to him. And I, I hope and pray to God that he's for real about it because he, uh, he influenced a lot of people in the wrong way for a long time, you know, with this homosexuality. Right. Yeah. Plus, plus he plus he was a race mixer on top of it. He had a black. I know. <laughs> well, I mean that doesn't yeah. it doesn't pr at least it didn't produce anything. But yeah, except for death. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, you're right. Not good. Not good. But yeah. wish wish all people well. Whether you whatever you think of him, wish all people well. Because some people are saying, oh, he's just a grifter and a degenerate. Don't jump to conclusions about the guy. Wish him well, but don't get excited about anybody. Just because they're popular, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, people get all excited. Right, oh, 
this such and such star said uh, China could influence kids for negatively. <laughs> well, look at American propaganda. It's or, a, American anti-American propaganda. So, yeah. yeah, don't get all caught up with celebrity notion of celebrity for sure. But you're right. Hey, we're we're supposed to hope the best for everybody. Yeah, just like every like every day, I'm hoping that one day Marcus Jones will wake up. Nice. And see the light. You know. You know, I, do I hate people like that? No. Do I feel sorry for them? I don't feel sorry for nobody. Nice. But I hope for the I hope the best for them, and that they'll come to the truth. Cool, I really man. Do. Well, well, thank look you. Here, you're doing a good job. And look at here, since this show is going to be so short today, please don't torture us with no more music <laughs> in between the shows. I'm thinking. Uh, I'm I'm weighing my options right now. I appreciate your request, Skip. I shall consider it. Well, how about this? How about everybody press one if they don't want hate to take a a, a music break and, and go by the number? <laughs> I'm yeah, just press, playing, press press one if you want no break for Hake. Press two if you <laughs> want a a break. <laughs> Thank you, Skip. Appreciate you, man. Take care. All right, Hake. Have a good day. You as well. Very nice. Um, <laughs> before I get back to calls, hang tight, guys. One line open. Um, a mixture, some ones, some twos. Uh, I'm going to play at least one more song. Whether it's at the very end, or whether there's a break and the end, I'm going to play at least one more song, because it's cool. Um, Wayfaring Stranger, coming up. Okay, Wayfaring Stranger by 16 Horsepower. It's an old folk song. Not exactly sure when it started. Czar wants, wants two more songs. Uh, some of you guys press one for what? Only one more song. <laughs> um, before I get to calls, guys, I found a story and I mentioned it yesterday, but I failed to get to it yesterday. So I'm getting to it today. This is clip uh, 13 from yesterday. Mike Lindell. I found a. I finally found a story. You know how I? I'm like, I don't hear anybody saying that Trump is going to be reinstated in August. Well, I found something that hints at that. And it's funny because it's not even promoted by the right wing so much as by the left wing, the anti-right wing, the people who hate America. Um, Freedom Headlines shared it, which is a sort of a conservative outlet, I think. They gather interesting info and share it. Mike Lindell makes an announcement about President Trump that will shock the world. (laughs) Oh, gosh. So silly. And so this is a video from a group a deceptively titled group called, they call themselves Patriot Takes on Twitter. And they say, Mike Lindell says by August 13th, the talk of the world will be to overturn the election and get the communists out. He also said there will be many down-ticket senators that will have different election results. And it's a video shared by and linked to Act Blue. Act Blue. And they say, support the Patriot Takes Research Fund. We research, monitor, and expose the far-right corners of the web to identify the right-wing. It's basically a right-wing watch-type group, right? The communists. We work hard to hold GOP and QAnon traitors, insurrectionists, and criminals accountable. Dismantle extremist talking points. Identify right-wing disinformation. But we need your help. Support us for the 2022 midterms. Act Blue being a supporting Democrats, which are anti-American. So what a mess. Listen to this clip, 
and see if you hear what they're trying to say. Or what he's trying to say. This is Mike Lindell talking on a TV show. Listen to this. By the time August 3rd, the morning of August 13th, it'll be the talk of the world going, hurry up. Let's get this election pulled down. Let's right the right. Let's get these communists out, of, you know, that have taken over. That the, And you'll see, when I say that, you know, um, and they'll say, well, what's going to happen to all the people that were involved? I don't know. Right now, the biggest concern is getting this election pulled down. Donald Trump won. I mean, it's, it's pretty simple. Okay, and there were many down-ticket senators, too, that they did, too, and stuff. You'll find all that. Crazy, huh? So that was Mike Lindell. He was appearing on a, on a talk show with a man named maybe Shannon House, H-O-W-S-E. Not exactly sure. I like, his, I like his boldness. I like his sense of the freedom of speech. But I don't buy... <laughs> Never run your show based on chat consensus, says Hasmador. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, man. Um, but this is being pushed by liberals. Mike Lindell didn't even really say anything. He said that, okay, August 13th, the talk of the town will be this. But I guess we'll wait and see <laughs> what, what the talk of what town is, right? We'll wait and see. I think, oh yeah, and by the way, that, that um, audio, those audio problems that was in the recording, it wasn't my audio, by the way. It's not my beta internet. Br- oh, Brandon House, thank you, Daniel Broberg. Appreciate that. Yeah, that's the My Pillow guy. He's a Trump supporter, a Christian. And a lot of these guys, uh, they, um, they get tempted to believe stuff that isn't true and get all excited and stuff like that. So I suspect that maybe part of what's going on, he might be just caught up. But I like his sense of positivity. He seems like a halfway decent guy. He turned himself around, used to be into drugs, then became... Uh, founded my pillow, the my pillow people, and he started advertising on Fox News and stuff like that. Seems like Mike enjoys life too. Yeah, that part's nice. We'll see. We shall see. By the way, speaking of the insurrection, <laughs> before I get to calls, I got this. Um, I've seen it around, but I like slightly offensive take. Slightly offensive being. What's the guy's name? Elijah Schaefer. He has appeared on the Jesse Lee Peterson show. He has appeared maybe even on the Fallen State. He go he used to go out and do man on the street things. He still does, honestly, to this day. He's gone to uh, Black Lives Matter riots, gotten assaulted by Antifa and Black Lives Matter communists, evil people. Um, bit of an emotional guy at times. He even went to the Capitol and went into the building with those people documenting what happened. And he even got emotional because he saw that they were so angry. Some of them legitimately hate cops. Some of these people who were at the Capitol, whatever, wherever they were from, some of them were right-wingers, some of them not. Some of them got caught up and set up, right? As JLP has said, and he's right. And he got emotional at the hatred and, the, um, and what was going on, right? Well, he shared some of these... Some thoughts on Twitter, because there was this article that came out. Do I have it? Did I share it? Oh, trauma. Trauma from January 6th. And he basically, he's not mocking these people, because there's liberal journalists who were there, too. Some of them may have gotten a little tussled. 
there were like six defendants, supposedly, who, six, only six, out of however many thousands of people at this mostly peaceful protest, tens of thousands, maybe even a hundred thousand people, only six are charged with uh, destroying property. Some of them took their frustrations out on the mainstream media, right? You don't have a right to be angry. It's evil what they did, the mainstream media. And so there are reporters who are saying, oh, I'm still traumatized. I have have gone to therapy over January 6th. (laughs) Mostly peaceful protests. Yeah, some people got kind of heated, right? So Elijah tweeted... To the people roasting the reporters who feel trauma from January 6th, six months later, more than, more than six months later, to be fair, he says, most of them never actually went into the thick of the BLM riots. That's right. They were too busy writing fluff stories and avoiding the reality of left-wing violence, bloodshed, chaos. So the PTSD shows lack of field experience, he says. And he's right about that. He's right about that. But it is likely real, their trauma, right? Their imaginary, you know, it's in your head, but you really do become nuts. It is likely real and a symptom of a greater issue today with the utter state of journalism today, he said. Any veteran reporter or journalist would have been in a variety of difficult situations if they started work by June of 2020. He's saying 620. June of 2020, when all the BLM riots resurfaced amid the uh, death of Georgia, Florida, the overdose death, while they ignored, but they blamed it on a cop who put his knee on, a white cop who put his knee on the neck of George Floyd. While they ignored reality, it eventually, reality eventually caught them off guard. He He goes on, also reveals how emotionally insecure and immature adults are today. The ones complaining are Gen X or millennials. Generally, self-absorbed people, as our culture reflects. In the past, risking your life was part and parcel of this industry. You know, the journalism thing. Now they report on ice cream flavors. And he shares a tweet, a screenshot of a tweet by one white guy, maybe Jewish guy, I don't know. Frank Thorpe, the fifth, I guess, who says, as someone who sought therapy, he's like a photographer, journalist guy. Liberal, no doubt. Skinny guy. Young man. And I use the term man loosely. He says, as someone who sought therapy to process the trauma by January, uh, from January 6th, this is an important piece. And he shares this article. And I'll tell you about what the article says. About the lingering effects that day has had on a congressional press corps that continues to go to the site of their trauma to do their jobs. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And so he shared this article from Vice News, fake news, far-left Vice, right? And the article headline reads, So, so angry, and that's a quote, right? Reporters who survived the Capitol riot are still struggling. Survive, as though there's any support reporters, some people pointed out, who didn't survive? The quote-unquote insurrection, still covering Congress, but things don't feel normal. And it's, a, it's an article by some person named Cameron J- Joseph. Don't know if Cameron is a woman's name or a man's name. Probably not a man, maybe a female-minded liberal male, or maybe it's a woman. But first of all, it was not an insurrection. It was a, 
it was a mostly peaceful protest that turned into a riot in pockets. And it was no insurrection. <laughs> it wasn't even, they weren't even armed. Crazy, huh? Crazy. Such dishonesty. Such dishonesty. I read this Twitter thread by a man na- whose Twitter handle is Martyr Maid. Martyr Maid. M-A-R-T-Y-R. Martyr. And that's named after, like, I think, I think that was a man who, do- who compiled a book of Christian, and then he called, they, became, they came to be called martyrs, right? Christians who died for Christianity, right? The early Christians who were executed for being Christians, for following Jesus, right? They were called martyrs, killed by uh, Jews and Romans, right? Because they... Stephen was the first martyr. The Apostle Paul, when he was not for Jesus, he held the cloaks of the men who stoned Stephen, right? So, Martyr Maid, Martyr Maid, and his real name is Daryl Cooper. He co-hosts a podcast with that guy, Jocko Willink, who is a former, like, Navy SEAL guy, old, older, but still fit guy, has a podcast himself. Martyr Maid on Twitter, he, he tweeted out this huge thread. I, I retweeted it on my James Anton Hake account on Twitter, if you ever go on Twitter. But it's, he explains the position of the boomers. The, the boomer-tier Trump supporters, right? And he explains it really well. It's like 38 or more tweets documenting all the facts surrounding why people are upset and know that they're not particularly attached to any one narrative about the election itself, but they saw all of the dishonesty and the false attacks on Trump and false attacks on them forever. Forever, and especially 2016, 2018, and 2020, it was nonstop in the dishonesty and the power grabs related to the scam-demic. It's, it's, it's pretty remarkable. I'll share it on my blog post that I will put up for the Hake Report episode of today. I don't think I have time to read it to you guys, and I don't even know if you would want me to read the whole thing to you guys. But it's something to check out. It's just uh, brings some some clarity. And I don't even know if this guy's remotely even conservative. He's just a male, a man, and has a little bit of common sense. His real name, I believe, is again Daryl Cooper. D a r r y l. Martyr made on on Twitter was the uh, guy who made that. Anyway, um, lines are full, guys. The lines are full. First, let me get to Thomas in Oklahoma. He's been on hold forever. A lot of you guys have been on hold forever. Thomas, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. Hey, can you hear me well? Yes, sir. I do. All right. It's good to talk to you. Yeah. Wow. Nice. I got it. Yeah, I got that new job, so I've been to call, been able to call in. Oh, okay. Cool. Congratulations. Yes, sir. Probably part of the result of the silent prayer. Right on. That's cool, man. Yes. And don't let people hit on your music. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. 
The music like, keeps it fresh, keeps it interesting. Well, I appreciate that. I kind of enjoy, if you don't know already, maybe you picked up on it, the sort of antagonistic re- uh, relationship or strain that it creates. I enjoy reading the hater comments. It makes it adds to uh, the entertainment, and it's fun. <laughs> Sounds a little spy. Right. You still haven't played the band I suggested to you, though, a while back. Which one? Uh, Scribbling Idiots. Scribbling Idiots. Christian hip-hop group. Okay. Appreciate the reminder. Yes, sir. I think you're going to like them. Okay. Nice, man. Uh, But the reason I called was for the gay choir. Yeah, aren't you glad I don't play the gay choir every day on the Hate Report? Good Lord. Like, honestly, I was like, I was almost getting traumatized at how many times Jesse was playing that on the show. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, without the, you know, without the silent prayer, I'd be getting super angry at this kind of stuff and look right. having a very uh, downward look on the world. Yes. So I wasn't kind of living in the present and living outside the world, you know, with the, with, uh, with the kingdom within. Uh, but it's it's just obvious. It proves the point that you have been making, that Jesse's been making, that they, this is really an agenda. It's been happening for a long time, and now they're just coming out and saying it. Yeah. Uh, like the you know whole racist stuff, color stuff, black and white stuff. That has been a communist agenda for a long time. Yeah. The uh, the Chinese Party saw you know we we were the melting pot. You know when I was growing up, I was taught America's the melting pot. Yeah, there were some yeah. bad stuff that happened back then. Right. But every almost everybody was bad, quote unquote, back then. And you melting know, life was a lot different. And explain what melting pot means for the people. Melting pot is just where you know people from different uh, cultures and different ethnicities, different languages can come together and unify and get along under the American flag, the idea that, you know, we can be free and live uh, independently. You know what? I think I was taught the melting pot, too, but but by the time of my senior year, and I suspect that even the melting pot word was a subversion word, because if you mix too much of the other people into the melting pot, their cultures are going to take dominance. You know what I mean? That's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna pollute the uh, the purity and the freedom, the freedom values of the original culture and civilization you of America. Be with that purity word, Hank, they're gonna jump on you. I know, <laughs> <laughs> but it's a great well, word. It is a great word. That's why. <laughs> but I but, hate to bring up. Oh, go ahead. One quick thing. By my senior year, they're saying it's not a melting pot. It's a tossed salad. Tossed salads still <laughs> have their terrible. diversity. They get to keep their, uh, you know, whatever, the black community, the uh, Chinatown, Koreatown, because they don't actually assimilate. Melting pot implied that you assimilate at least somewhat. And the people mm-hmm. also get used right. to you a little bit. But with tossed salad, they never assimilate. They uh, stay that way, and then they pretty much take over. So... It's a shame. I don't like those two words together. Yeah. <laughs> the adults oh. and the Oh, yeah, I know. It's know pretty vulgar, that. too. That's pretty vulgar. No wonder you guys were laughing. Um, <laughs> yeah, that is gross. But that's what they were telling us in school my senior year. I had a liberal teacher. He thought that Reagan yeah, was well, the worst and that FDR yeah. was the best. Pfft. 
And I didn't even realize, too, till later on, you know, with just kind of living in the present and remembering, you know, whenever you whenever you get so distracted with the past and the future, you stop remember actually remembering the past. Like when you felt, it's kind of weird to explain, but, you know, I remembered when I was growing up how my teachers were really liberal and the, fem- the you know, yep. feminist identity was being pushed even when I was, I mean, I'm only 28, but, you know, 10 years ago, you know, yeah. it was still, you know, being oh, yeah. pushed. And I was, uh, I, when I delivered flowers at my last job, I would deliver to the Department of Education in Edmond, Oklahoma, and literally, they're having a meeting, a board meeting, and it was all women in the auditorium, all women, women leading it, talking about President Biden with his new stimulus package and Terrible. how it's going to affect education. And I almost wanted to, and they were all wearing masks, social distancing. This is, you know, after, you know, Edmund ended its lockdowns or whatever. Yeah. But That's uh, awful, the man. other thing I wanted to bring the bring up is that it made me think of, you know, I hate to bring up the Jews, but like Israel, you know, like we support Israel so much uh-huh. and they have an ethnic state. They they still, you know, yeah. it's like they can have their area and they're not called racist, we sh- you know. But well, some of them we are. Want, some of them are, but yeah, but we should be just as shameless as them because it's it's basically right. It's right. So, yeah. They got a wall too. They got better yeah. health care, you know. They're yeah, I don't know. Stuff. I don't know. I don't know because some of them, they're forcing the vaccinations on the on themselves and stuff. So that I think they oh, have really? a good and evil thing or or best interests and worst interests uh, battle going on in their country a bit. But it's 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 not. They're not, definitely not as cucked as America in the sense of surrendering the country to just outright evil. I mean, the the enemies of America are running America. And so right. it's it's terrible. And it's really a lot of it's a communist agenda, the Chinese right. agenda, you know. I mean we you know, also the, a lot of people once they kinda wake up and you know, they want to point the finger at Israel and like uh the you know, um Ashkenazi Jews or whatever, but you know, really it's they're not the biggest problem in America right now. You know? It is the, the evil biggest, is within and we have to overcome it. And and if the if the decent men were truly decent we would be, uh, we would be powerful. We would be powerful. What do you think? I'm working for my uncle who's super conservative, uh, but he's like real pro-vaccine. He's a boomer. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, is he trying to force you to get it, get one? He, he says, and I quote, he said, I'm the only one with enough balls to get the vaccine here at work. We're having like a meeting. <laughs> oh, okay. So he's not trying to force you guys necessarily. Right, but he's he's uh like kind of shaming us, you know. Right. Saying, what are you scared of? <laughs> I mean, I mean, you can you can just if he's open to it, if he's like conservative and a Christian, and or mm-hmm. even if he's not, if he's if but if he's somewhat open to it, uh, let him know some of the stories and the concerns that young men have, because younger men, first of all, they don't seem to be so, uh, so so at risk from this thing, you know, the virus. Well, the, and yeah. they seem to be a little bit more at risk from the, uh, from the, uh, the so-called vaccine. So you can, you can share with them a little bit of info uh, on that. And I don't know. And let I don't know really it's, there's cause that info people. If you don't want to just leave it alone, just keep, just lay low. Well, keep just a low because profile. what, 
what I realized was is that if somebody really thinks that they should take a vaccine for something that has a higher survival rate than the effectiveness of the vaccine, you know, I just, you're not, you're not going to talk reason into them. You're not going to convince them differently. They're already convinced that maybe know, so. this is the right thing to do. So You know your uncle better than I do. That's for sure. You know the situation. But anyway, right. Thomas, I wish you well. Appreciate you. You too, sir. Everybody, oh, happy White History Month. Yes, happy Thanks. White History Month. Take care, man. Everybody in the chat. Shout out, oh, shout out to uh, Honey Brown in the chat. Shout out to Brandon Johnson, Skip nice. Barney, Blazing Hogs. Good, de- decent people. Appreciate it, Thomas. Take care. Thank you, Hank. Have a good day. All right, you too. Whew. Shout out for all the hypes. Lots of hypes from Brandon M and Ragnar0321 and roses and stuff like that. Uh, I don't know what exactly it means, but uh, thank you to Brandon M and Ragnar0321. Big time supporters. Dark Side of the Bear, what? Lin Yen Chin and Corbra Koi 99. Excellent people in the Trovo supporting tra- chat. Nice. Um, let me quickly get to Lucas in California. He's been on hold for some time. He wants to talk about the We Spa mess. Did you know that there was a crazy riot over this Korean, Koreatown uh, spa that allowed a transgender person in, uh, uh, allegedly, they let a transgender, a guy who so, thinks that so, he's a woman. So it's dingly. Yeah, yeah. Dingly. Well, yes, <laughs> and he was he was going naked in the uh, according to a black woman who recorded herself complaining about it to the front desk. He was going naked in the women's area, and they let well, it happen. I, and so there was a big protest. You were there, Lucas. Well, yes, 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 I was. But I do have to get to this really quick. These it made me. It's it's a little funny joke, but it's a good analogy. Um, the last callers. It sounded like people talking about the Super Bowl. It's like we all saw it, and they. I'm just saying, you know, Thomas and and um, Skip. It just sounded uh, like, like I'm trying to give you substance right now. Okay, like I just wanted to get it out, because um, I'm I'm going to be doing something right now, and I've been doing something um, starting yesterday. Uh, but yeah, We Spa was crazy. Um, it was uh, set up, and. In a way, not. There's a reason why Antifa was there before us, and um, I have information about it. I'm not going to say it, obviously, on the, on the podcast. Yeah, I announced. Um, but, I announced that Antifa, Black Lives Matter type people, were going to be going there to attack the people who don't want uh, this this transgender madness being forced into businesses. And yeah. I, I warned people, especially women. Not to go. If you go, watch your back. Watch your back. But yes, so you guys, um, so but, you guys went though. Yes, but uh, the more important thing is how Antifa was there. So I've been telling people for months and months and months. I'm not going to say any names, of course. Um, but that there are infiltrators in the thing, put, put putting out like letting Antifa know. Oh. And, uh, People, yeah, yeah, it's it's becoming theatrical. Um, people are selling pictures. Um, my 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 woman already has have showed me that there's like about what like uh, 
Dave, is, there's like six pictures, right? Yeah, there's like six pictures of this. Or five of you guys? They're selling and, pictures yeah, of uh, you guys? Yeah, for $200 each. Uh, um, I forgot the website, what it's called. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, it was all theatrical. Um, everything's being sold. Millions of dollars were just. I don't made follow what's going. Of, I don't follow what you're saying, man. Uh, uh, millions of dollars were just made off of that, and it was all a, It was all created and theatrical, kind of like January 6th. I don't get it. How do people make? Maybe it's not an important detail, but how do people make money off of selling pictures? No, I thought um, pictures just they, get spread they, nowadays. They, <laughs> they uh, created the event, and um, they created the event. To, and there was there's infiltrators on the conservative side, and uh, they create these events so that they can stir up a big news media thing, news thing, and everyone makes money out of it, but no one helps out the, the movement. So you fell out, you fell into the trap that they set. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Oh it man. You knew I admit to it. you knew not to bring your woman over there. No, no, she she stood behind me. She did get someone came out of nowhere and hit her, but it was someone on supposedly our side. If you look in the uh, like, there's footage and um, it exactly it doesn't it our do, side. But that doesn't even matter, man. You you knew not to bring her. Uh, no, no, no. She you didn't she, know she not to bring her. She's Mulan. I. I, I She's Mulan, you know, you know the, the, the I didn't watch that movie. Worried. I don't think I watched oh, yeah. that movie. Well, <laughs> Did I watch it? <laughs> I think I was just older than a kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you can't control oh, yeah. her, is that what you're saying? No, 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 no. No. She has tactics. I have tactics. We do our own due diligence and we are a team and that's just how it goes. You know, you know Mr. and Mrs. Smith, right? You, have you watched that movie? I have not. I have not watched oh. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I know the premise, though. Oh. They're both spies, but they get married, and then they fight. Exactly. And so well, you've... And, well, but yeah, she can supposedly take care of herself, that uh, Angelina Jolie yeah, woman. Yes, yes. Yes, most definitely. Uh, and they turn on each other. To, <laughs> yeah. But I also want to... And eventually they got together, and then they divorced. What a mess. In real life. Well, but I also wanted to tell you is um, I just started catching pedophiles, and it only it really only took me two. Hours. I caught two. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. I, I said the wrong word. I, I I said Prido and piles, Prido and piles. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is a mess. <laughs> um, uh, but you yeah, were and, um, you were only took you. Two hours. So, did you hear my advice? I don't know if you heard my show last Friday. I think on Friday I mentioned that this thing was going to happen, and I advised people not to go. But if they go, watch their backs. Did you hear my advice? I don't know if you caught my show yet last Friday. No, no, uh, no, no. I didn't catch it last Friday. But did you? But didn't you know not to go? And oh, what a mess. Anyway, yep, yes, I don't know, well, man. Well, yes, you um, and well, then you a, then you're on this theory that they made millions or something off the story being in in, in the news for a few hours. Yeah. Lucas. Uh, oh yeah. Oh. Lucas. Yeah. No, you, I know. You do I the know. silent prayer. <laughs> yes, I do all the time. All, do even, it more. Even whenever I'm just walking <laughs> down the street or driving, I do it. Like I literally just 
just focus around my surroundings, take my thoughts out of my head, and focus on just what is is like what I see in front of my face. You seem to um, you seem to think that I I caught this impression from you um, that anything is fine that you do as long as you have no anger with it. Is that true? Is that no? Is that an accurate? Impression that I have about your sense of morals and uh, no. and uh, wisdom. No, 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 no. Um, Anything is fine to I do have... as long as you have no anger. No, no, no. Um, everything it... is fine as long as you stay within the Constitution and you have no anger, you have no hate, and you have no fear, and you love everyone. Okay, buddy. It's it's fine. it's more than that. There's there's wisdom that's more than that. So, uh, everything is not fine to do any, because it, it seems like you get some cockamamie idea in your head. I don't know if I'm using the correct word, but I like that word, uh, to use a boomer word. And you think that it's a good idea, and you go with it, man. And then you're bringing your, your, I almost said wife, it's not a wife, your girlfriend to these things, and she's not, not sensible enough not to go, and she's getting scared, and you're getting assaulted, and it's a big mess. Yeah, well, it, it might look like that, you know, from a... That's what it happened. It's not just that it looks like that. It's what's happening. A third-person perspective right. might look like that. A third person is sometimes right, because the third person sees you more clearly than you see yourself, and the second person, meaning her, she doesn't see you clearly because she's all involved with you. You guys are all nose-up with each other and with what you're into. That's, that's my impression. Um, a super chat. A Go super on. chat for you. Oh, from, for me? Yeah, for you. From Dark Side of the Bear, what? Trovo Supercap says, Wow, just wow. Doesn't matter how, you, how good you are, referring to your girlfriend in this case, I think, you are still a woman. Even I know that. I still carry, because that's not a fair fight either way. And then she referring to you, does he also believe in transgenders in sports? I don't think you do, but she's kind of no. mocking like your idea. Their, your but, idea that she's, it, mis- it, that she's Mulan or Mrs. Smith. I mean, that's the whole point of it is men have an unfair advantage against women. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, but she also said um, that uh, Dark Side of the Bear, she carries, correct? That's what she said. Yeah, but she doesn't go to any old place. All right. No, no, I'm just saying. So, yeah, she okay. carries, uh, but... So, she's a little off. She's a little off because but I can't say anything on here. She's a little but off I to carry... No, no, she's a little off because... Oh, and what she said. You you know what I'm... Yeah, because she carries and... uh, I I just don't want to say anything, you know. Uh, Let me tell you one more thing. About Mulan. Let me tell you one more thing. Uh, uh, This is another super chat. From... Shared by Dark Side of the Bear What Asmodor says, Tell this moron (laughs) for his own good... (laughs) For his own good that Mr. and Mrs. Smith is a fictional fantasy... Ba- not based in reality. It was based in Hollywood, by the way. And he needs to let someone smarter do his thinking for him. Tell him out of love. So, it was an analogy. It was an analogy. <laughs> okay. Well, I wish you well, Lucas, man. I, I, I like you. I like your family. I, uh, your girlfriend's cool. Yeah. I mean, when she's, when she's, as long as she's cool-headed. <laughs> but Can I ask you a quick question? Yeah, go um, for it. Um, I'm not going to name any names, but somebody is acting like me, and I was told by several people 
And um, I heard the call. I think it was like three days ago, I believe. So, um, and they were acting. They had similar name as me. You know, you know what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about my name, Lucas. Right. Yeah, I know. I know that. I, I gather what you're saying, but I don't remember if if that's true. Don't let it get to you. Don't let it get to into your head, because I don't even remember. Okay. Yeah. Well, I just heard and I, I saw the the clip and um. Oh, I made it. Like, I made a plug, clip on it. Plug, it Onto my no, show no, no, or not, Jesse's no, no. show? No, I saw the clip where they sent. No, on your show, and they sent me the clip of it. Like they screen recorded it and sent it to me oh. and said, "Hey, don't get guy. into don't get into and drama like, with other people." Is is my best oh, yeah, advice. Most, most no, don't no, even not, don't I even just, worry what they say. Unless they're telling you something true, by the way. Okay. If oh, you yeah, if you if you or your girlfriend are carrying to those events, then that is that's insane because we don't have the we don't have the Second Amendment in California, by the way. There's no good outcome of that. Um you say you have to use it in self defense, you're gonna get thrown in jail. Say they even see that you have it, you'll get thrown in jail. You'll probably catch a felony. So don't be carrying yeah. Don't be going to these events. Don't be carrying at these events, and uh, be wise. You okay. get beat down or okay. shoot or shoot someone if the situation arises. And look at what, even in Wisconsin, a young man defended himself rightly, and uh, he's and being that persecuted in a for it. State too. That was in a caring right. State. That was no, a conservative just... state. This is a liberal state. Yeah. It's it's terrible. So anyway, w- Lucas, I wish you well, man. We'll talk. Thanks. Take care, man. All right. Thank you, man. Yeah. yeah. Bye. <laughs> man. Jesse in California wants to talk about these illegals. What's up, Jesse? Hey, how you doing, Ike? Doing well. How are you? Uh, Sam, doing well. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was it? You guys brought up that one thing where they were bringing. Um, Immigrants in, right, for, like, work permits or something like that? I've heard this on. before. I mean, that's a that's a common thing, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, like, my my dad, he, I guess he was at the bank the other day. And there was, like, a group of them. I've been seeing them, like, walk walk around kind of, like, at night and stuff. And early in the morning, they go to, like, get their stuff or whatever. Wow. Anyways, he, uh, he gives them, like, a ride, right? Because he's, like, he knows he's from Mexico, too. He's talking to them. And I guess what they're doing is, they're bringing these indigenous Mexicans from like Mexico because the ones here don't want to work anymore because they're getting unemployment. Wow! So they're bringing these guys from indigenous places in Mexico and they're giving them a six month work visa. They're paying them. They're giving them vouchers. They're giving them, uh, you know, what do you call it? like health care and uh, food stamps and all that stuff. Yeah. And then they're like, after a certain amount of years, they can apply for a green card and all this crap. Man, if you drive around, yeah, you drive around my town. There's like thousands of them, man. They're filling up all the hotels with these people, and then they're building. If, um, if you don't mind my asking, what town is it? Uh, Stockton, California. Oh wow, where that dude Mayor Tubbs, that guy Tubbs or whatever was uh-huh. the mayor. So, yeah, and they're building up uh, like thousands of uh, low-income housing projects over here. Well, like not you know. <laughs> far as like the 209 represent (laughs) yeah 209 i guess that's the area code (laughs) yeah that's funny wow what a mess so so i mean yeah it's just crazy and it's kind of like really the only way to 
I mean, the blacks and whites got to start sending their kids out to do field work, man. Take back the field, you know, because yeah. otherwise they're going to keep bringing these people in here, you know. like Stockton, which didn't they declare bankruptcy in like 2012 or something like that because they just yeah, were out of control? Something like that. Just like well, Greece. Yeah, they embezzled, they embezzled a bunch of money pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Awful. So, so, yeah, but... Yeah, I just pretty much so. Yeah, that's pretty much happening. Like in all these, uh, yeah, you know, super liberal towns right now. You guys probably don't see it in the other, you know, Midwest and stuff like that, small towns. But over here, dude, it's happening. I mean, right we're so eyes. overrun. We don't even. I don't even really notice because we're so overrun <laughs> over here. It's terrible. Can't even tell, huh? <laughs> yeah, you can't. Like me, just. I mean, the homelessness is so out of control. They like chaos because they can pull anything they want during chaos. I think yeah. that they. I think that's why they like uh, Washington D.C.'s so full of crime, because then Seth Rich can happen. And I don't know if Seth Rich was a regular crime or if it was a hit, but they can they can just chalk it up as a regular crime because so much there's so much crime in D.C. Yeah, it's so crazy. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's uh, it's man. But pretty much, and like over here. Um, you know, they, I guess they pretty much, uh, they're bringing in from, like, everywhere, though, like, different countries, stuff like that. So yeah. it's not just, they're, like, from India and all kinds of stuff like that. So, I mean. Yeah. Not really good. What do you do, but, yeah. Terrible. But yeah, I just I bring that up for you guys. Well, thank you, man. Appreciate the heads up on that. Thanks for the tip. Yeah. It's good to hear so, from yeah, you, Jesse. Yeah, you do, man. So, yeah, you guys need to send your kids to the field, man. Take back, <laughs> Yeah. Blue collar job. Right. Work. Work again. Thank you, man. Yeah, it's you great can to watch hear from as you. Many documentaries and stuff that you want, but you got to like you know see what's in front of you. Right. Uh, happy White History uh, Month, Jesse. Yep. Happy White History to you guys too. Thank Take you, care, man. man. Take care. Yep. All right. Um. Marcus Jones Stinks says I carry when I'm at work past midnight to shoot any yotes that harass me. Yotes being a uh, uh, coyotes, <laughs> maybe. Uh, but an armed society is a polite society. But Asmador says, and he, this is for uh, Lucas, and actually anybody, but Lucas and your lady. Asmador says, and he's right about this, no one is more expert than me on attending these politically charged events. That's true. He went to Charlottesville, and he caught, he's caught hell for that. For participating in a peaceful protest. Totally peaceful in his case, I think. And in my advice is that no one should be going anywhere near them at this time. The political and legal climate and the media will destroy you. No one has your back. Yeah. Fair warning. Fair warning. Word to the wise. Am I right? When Skip makes more sense than you, you just go, says Brandon M. <laughs> By the way, um, real quick... Oh, man. Let me just show you this Brian Gibson pastor. I think I mentioned him in Hake News at the end of Hour 2. Brian Gibson is a pastor. He's a husband, dad, and founding pastor of hischurch.cc and peaceablygather.com. He's out of Owensboro, Kentucky. He's a pastor, right? Well, actually, he and his wife, Jessie, J-E-S-S-I, a lady, are apparently... Founding pastors, co-pastors. I guess he thinks that his pastor is a, his wife is a pastor too. Whatever that means. 
Yikes, not good. But he's founded multiple churches in Kentucky and, uh, and uh, Texas, and he's helped a lot of people open up during the scam-demic. He got kind of upset that he was just doing a drive through passing out um, Easter eggs and saying, oh, Jesus loves you to cars in Owensboro, I guess, um, the church in Kentucky. And the local government or state government cracked down on him saying, oh, you can't do that. And he's like, well, wait a minute. What about uh, all these other drive through places that are open? You can't pass out eggs? What about uh, Home Depot and Lowe's? That's all open? Give me a break. And he makes a good, fair point. But he's attracted a whole lot of mess unto him as well. And his, he has kids ages 15 and under. I think like 7 to 15 or 9 to 15. And so he's gone into hiding and gotten all these death threats and a big mess. Maybe he was emotionally uh, driven rather than spirit-driven, God-driven. I don't know. But I wish him well, but, man, he was interviewed by the Epic Times about his situation. And I share that on, I'll share that on my Hake News post from today's show. Guys, I cannot get to you. Grover in Atlanta, Georgia says your music is growing on me. Lynn in Chicago, Illinois, wanted to talk about a gay bakery down over there in Chicago. Mark in Santa Monica, California, wanted to respond to Dan's call from earlier. And Rich in Fresno, California, how can I wake up fellow Mexicans? Just be an example, man. And the rest of the callers, I cannot get to you. This has been the Hake Report. We are over time. Can we play Wayfaring Stranger by 16 Horsepower? Enjoy. And I'll... See you Sunday, and probably in the Fallen State chat. Thanks, guys. And Sunday Church with Jesse Lee Peterson, rebuildingtheman.com slash church. Take care.
vigils keep me. I'm going there to see my loved ones. I'm gone before me one by one. I'm only going over Jordan. Yeah. 